I, this past year, uh-huh. did not cook oh. a single dinner from May 17th <laughs> until August 15th. <laughs> oh, my word. D- what? Yeah. That's an insane <laughs> amount of time. Uh-huh. <laughs> you did not cook a single meal. Um, Not meal, dinner. Di- oh. Oh. Like, I made some eggs for my kids. Wow, okay, way to back go. off. Get crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, you guys should know, I was living with my parents. Ah, oh, yes. Mark travels a ton. Uh-huh. We were on a bunch of vacations. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are reasons. Yeah, that happens sometimes. It does. Like, a good three month. Is that three or four months? I think. Uh, three, 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 three months. Three months. Okay. Okay. Come on, come on. Like, 90 days. <laughs> I was on a fast yeah. from cooking meals I bet you guys wish you were me. <laughs> And don't wish you were my husband. (laughs) Sorry. Welcome to the Honestly Podcast. Life is hard. There are so many moments of mess and mundane and misery. But you know what's worse than the hard moments of life? Doing them alone. But when we choose to do life together, the everyday moments of life turn into encounters with Jesus. At Honestly, we want to help you find the beauty of being real, the freedom of laughing at yourself, and the courage to initiate with people in your own communities. And honestly, it just doesn't get much better than that. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 16. We're well on our way to 20. I know. think we're going to do it. I think we're going to go crazy yeah. at episode 20. <laughs> we're going to have like a $500 giveaway when we get to it. Yeah, sure. Who wants to fund yeah. that? Who wants <laughs> yeah. to fund that? Contact us. <laughs> um, well, we're in the middle of our Mess and Mundane series. Last week, we talked about beauty and mm. body care, which is really fun. I know. I like Googled some serious products oh, last week sure. after hearing people's tips. For sure. And even hearing stuff you like. I know. I, I found actually like a 20 care skincare routine <laughs> that I'm going to start implementing. <laughs> I really need to step up my yeah, game. Do. I'm still waiting for um, someone to volunteer to like teach me how to put on makeup. Yeah. Although I should just go to Sephora. I feel like Sephora offers like cheap like makeup or like go to a... Nordstrom in the mall. Like that's oh, yeah. where I went. It's... Oh yeah. I used to go there when I was in college and be like, I um am going to a wedding oh, and stop. just want like some tips on makeup and then oh, I'd get my, my makeup done. <laughs> <laughs> like genius. before Mark and I went on a date. That's actually really smart. It's it like a way to pamper yourself a yeah, little bit. I mean, I was sneaky because then I'd be like, can you just write the products down? I just want to run it by, um, <laughs> by my some mom. people and decide <laughs> and I'll call you later and buy them. <laughs> Thanks so much, Janet. Yeah. Have yeah, a really. great day. All right. Well, we are moving on to our next topic in our Mess and Mundane series. And we're going to be talking about meal time madness. You guys, I mean, even though Ellie went a long time without cooking, she's back in the swing of things. Way to go. Uh Probably at least two meals since August 15th. It's only been a month. It's fine. Um, But no, we are going to be talking all about just the mundane of getting food in your body for yourself, maybe for your friends, for your family. We ought to do it at least three times a day. Or one should. One should. So this is, again, this is how we want to frame it. So we all, again, we all do these things that are mundane, and maybe you just need to bond over these mundane things in life, okay? So that's why we're talking about this, is because there is a, there's a beauty in the mundane, and there is a wonderful just gift of bonding over these very normal things that we do. So you just need to know that you're not alone in the way that you maybe whip up those homemade pies uh, every day. Every, the person who used to live in my house, that's literally, she, I think she did. I think she made a pie almost every day. That's hard to even wrap my mind around. I know. It's pretty bonkers. It makes me feel nervous. I know. I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> or maybe you're the kind of person who just really likes to give their children cereal or um, like ice cream for dinner. Yeah. Which Nothing more respect to you. 
as always, we kind of like to touch on the why of um, these topics. There's obviously, they're fun and they're lighthearted, but there's also, we feel like, deeper meaning to all of the little mundane tasks that we do. So one idea behind food, I think that we all can connect with is the idea of fellowship surrounding food. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like food is so much bigger than just food. You know, it's an experience that you have together. It's a catalyst for building community. It's a very intimate place, I think. And when you're, whether you're getting to know somebody or you're deepening a relationship with someone, when you share a meal together, there's so much depth that I think can be shared and found there. And I think too, when you think about like the early church, you think about that really, you know, for some, that really familiar passage in Acts 2 verse 42, where it talks about how they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship and the breaking of bread and to prayer. I mean, they they lived life with each other and we all eat, we all need it. Um, and so just thinking about food as a way to to build connection and community, I think is is a good reframing. So it's not just, you know, it's not just like the basic needs. It's actually like part of how, especially even as Christians, how we can build a relationship with each other and mm-hmm. with people who don't know the Lord too. Yeah, that's one of the big parts of... Um, the youth group my husband runs uh-huh. is we always eat a meal together. Yeah. Um, and which I just think is great because it's such an easy place to just like find connection. Uh-huh. And I know he does that really intentionally because it's just like a human experience. Yeah. Everyone eats dinner. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like a, like any type of group gathering 101 is mm-hmm. always have food. Yeah. Like even in my, my college girl small group, I'm like, sometimes I'll even just put popcorn out and just, yeah. there's just something about having something yeah. that is immediately bonding. Completely like you said. agree. <laughs> the other thing I was thinking about that kind of relates to scripture is just how in communion, we talk about Christ being the bread mm-hmm. broken for you. And I just feel like reframing that idea of food just kind of being this thing that we need daily for sustenance and for life yeah and just kind of trying to more regularly make that connection of like Jesus is not just something that I like pig out on once a week (laughs) um but it's it's uh he is something that I need daily regularly um for a life that's thriving yeah um and I just really like seeing it that way and I even think the whole idea of manna is so hard for me like Mm. I can't imagine that being oh yeah just how practical like yes food is just for sustaining your body yeah and I will give you that three times a day when you need it no more no less (laughs) I would have struggled yeah I would have definitely been grabbing more but yeah I just think kind of as we're going throughout this episode thinking about you know there's something profound and spiritual that can be found sitting at a beautiful fancy restaurant or eating like cheese and crackers as your dinner at a picnic table and i just think there's something really beautiful about that and i think just when we start to find kind of like the sacred in the everyday Mm -hmm. yeah i just think that transforms our daily living so we're going to talk a little bit about kind of where we come from Mm -hmm. in the uh the mealtime madness yes so ellie strengths and weaknesses (laughs) Of meal making. I feel like this whole series, I start with strengths and I'm like, well, <laughs> just a few. There's not a lot. Stop. Um, which I feel no shame about. Um, I mean, I was raised with a mom who we, she always made homemade dinner. Yeah. We eat together every night. She makes good food. She too. does. She's a great cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't get it. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just am really bad at it. So I will say, I do always meal plan. Uh huh. I always. Meal plan. <laughs> In theory, and I have a plan. I'm pretty good about shopping only once a week. Yeah. Like, I'm very 
organized and planned out in that way. Yeah. Um, and when I do cook food, it always tastes good. Yeah. So it's not like I'm cooking up garbage. Yeah, when really I cook, don't. it's really yummy. I ah. just struggle to, like, get it done. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, weakness is probably that I don't do it that often. <laughs> um, and I struggle to be, like, thorough with my meal planning. Oh, so always, like, Friday, Saturday rolls around and I'm like... So we don't have food left for these days. Um, so. So let's go out. Yeah, let's go out. Or, yeah, sorry, Mark. Try to be creative. So, um, yeah, I, my poor husband, his mom is also, like, an unbelievable cook. Oh, man. And, yeah, here he is. <laughs> I love, too, that his his family, they, like, make special meals for special occasions. They do, yeah. Like, around St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Because they, they're really Irish, and so they, like... Because yeah. isn't, your, isn't your mother-in-law, like, 100% Irish? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So it's like they make these fun meals. It just feels yeah. like he also grew up with a lot of tradition around totally. his food. Which a lot. is awesome. And a lot of flavor and a lot yeah. of sauce. And I'm like, here's this hot dog that I made. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> Whatever. You, make, you do make delicious meals when I you do. make them. I do. When I make them, they're yes. good. <laughs> Every once in a blue moon. Talk to me about yours. I feel like this is one of your sweet spots. Oh, man. I love cooking. And, and hear me. I'm not, like, a gourmet cook. I don't, like... You're a good... I... Food I associate with you is, like, comfort food. Yes. Like, you make really yummy, delicious mm-hmm. comfort foods. Yes. I really do love to make comfort foods. And yeah. I love feeding other people. I love feeding yeah. my family. I love, like, I love, like, meal trains, like, when people have kids or yeah. stuff's going on. I, like, love to take time to make a really good meal for them. Like, there's, like, a – there's, like, an that act is... of, like, love that I put yeah. into it, if that makes sense. Totally. So even though it takes a while, I just don't mind. I just, like, love to do that mm. for them. So I am, like – yeah, I love to cook, and I really I was terrible at it when I first got married. Mm-hmm. I shared about my disgusting. Yes, I talk about just that's hard nasty, to about. nasty meals that I used to make. <laughs> but now I actually I love to cook, and I love to make decent meals yeah. for my family. That's so awesome. I would say I love that process. I like to try new things. I was a horribly picky eater as a kid, so now Were I feel you? like I'm living my best life of like I will try pretty much anything. That's great. So. But my weaknesses, I would say, is because I'm a picky eater, there are certain things I just absolutely will not. Like, I I hate asparagus, and I hate green beans. Really? I know. I know. It's sad. It feels like a very just easy vegetable, easy vegetables to make. But, like, I love Brussels sprouts, and I love broccoli. Uh, I love zucchini squash. When's the last time you tried them? Uh, I tried asparagus within the last year. Okay. I tried green beans again in the last few years. Green beans are so good. A funny fact about me is Uh that I hate fruit and I love vegetables. That is a really unique fact. I feel like most people are 100% the opposite. Yeah, I know. I would take vegetables over fruit any day of the week. so interesting. Yeah. That's so interesting. What is it about fruit? Texture? Um, I hate tart things. Oh. So, like, if you would give me a bowl of, like, perfectly ripe blueberries and I knew every one would be good, I would love it. But I just that risk factor of the really sour one. Oh, for sure. I put it in my mouth and I'm like, (gasps) I can't do it. I can't do it. That is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I've had to grow my palate over the last probably decade or so. Because, I mean, I was picky until I went, like, into college. Really? Yep. And then I finally was like, it's time it's for time. me to just try more And at things. college is when you learned how to... <laughs> <laughs> and it was at college. Really nasty food. Uh, yeah, the dining commons. Thank yeah, you delicious. so much. You really okay, so expanded you, my palate. You used to be a bad cook. Yeah. How did you become a good cook? Uh, I mean, a lot of it was just trial and error. I'm mm-hmm. a total trial and error person. And so I would like to thank Reed Drummond, the pioneer Aww. woman. I'm not kidding. Big she, like, shadow. taught me... I know. She, like... Her cookbooks, I mean, they're not by any means healthy, but they no. are bomb. And she, it just was, like, clear pictures, clear, like, 
like uh, examples of things mm-hmm. and directions. And I feel like that's what I needed is yeah. that like I had gotten some cookbooks when I got married and like like ones that people gave me like published ones, but then also like recipe cards, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I tried really hard, but I was like, I need to look and see what's happening because yeah. I don't know what a Dutch oven is. I don't know. Like I just yeah. needed to visually see everything. So a lot of Googling, a lot of redrummond. Thank you so much. And honestly, really simple Pinterest recipes. That's a good one. Yeah. Like, I remember early on, I learned how to make a really good chicken parmesan from a Pinterest recipe. And I just made that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. And then I feel like over time, it's like I learned things that I want to spend time on and things Mm -hmm. that I don't. Like, I rarely, if ever, will buy fresh garlic. And I literally Mm. just use, like, I buy minced garlic from the, like, produce section. But I will do fresh garlic if the recipe, if it needs it. There's certain recipes, certain pastas where it just yeah. it needs fresh needs garlic. But otherwise, I'm like things like that. I just don't. I don't make my own red sauce anymore. I'll like kind of spice. You at one point. I did. I did used to make my own red sauce. Same. And now I'm like I will buy a generic marinara sauce from Aldi. Aldi special yeah. selection marinara, so good. My favorite and I'll just marinara spice it up. of all time, ninety nine cents from the King Supers in Colorado where we used oh, to live. Oh, sad. Three, or three or six cheese. I don't know. Oh, interesting. But you three know, ninety nine cents. <laughs> You know there probably wasn't that much. Yeah, who knows? Real cheese in that. <laughs> yeah, but I was say a lot of processed cheese. Good. Oh, I believe it. So yeah, I feel like that's kind of where yeah. where I learned. Um, my husband is currently on an elk hunt in yeah. Idaho. 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 Uh, yeah. So he's there. I'm I'm going on just day three. It's fine. Yeah. I'll be on. You got it. Next week it'll be a different story. Yeah. But so he's currently on an elk hunt right now, and I will when he gets back. I'm going to have to learn how to cook some elk. Hopefully he gets an elk. I hope he gets an elk. I do. He, I do for his sake. Yeah. And also. Isn't, didn't he say there's only a 20% chance? It might be less. That it's like is. somewhere between 10 and 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. So Worth it's more it. about the experience it and is. he's enjoying himself. So if he comes back with an elk, I'm going to have to learn how to make freaking elk. That's so, interesting. Another thing to report back on. I Yikes. may not be at your house for dinner for a little while. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll try the elk. He assures me it tastes delicious. We'll okay. see. We'll okay. see what happens. Well, so what about good. you? Where did you learn to cook? I feel like all my cooking success has come from my mom and my mother-in-law. Yeah. So just, like, pretty simple, straightforward recipes. Although my mother-in-law whips up some elaborate, really delicious things that she makes look really effortless. So I feel like they have been a big influence uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. in just like learning how to cook and do things in the kitchen. And then I had this nannying job that, I mean, I absolutely hated it. Oh, is this do you remember the one? The, the one. I had it in Colorado. She who shall not be named. Yes. That is the perfect name for her. Um, But I had to cook them dinner every night. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And so I had, like, unlimited money and time to, like, make them Did you shop at, like, Whole Foods? She she liked King Supers. So I usually shopped at King Supers. There's nothing better than shopping at someone else's money. Nothing better. (laughs) But that was fun. And I feel like I actually learned a lot about flavor and um, how to, like, different techniques. Because she wanted, like, high-end meals. Yeah. So I... You know, I'd like make a burger, and she was like, "We'd love something different for tomorrow." <laughs> I was like, like uh, "Okay." Heard loud and clear, yeah. lady. I feel like generally I have a good sense of like what tastes good and things that go together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I do struggle to make time for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you have a favorite good. cookbook? Um, I will say I think I'll, I'll just call back to Re. Yeah. Miss Ree. Yeah. Um, the Pioneer Woman cookbooks. Seriously, if you're like still learning how to cook, I just feel like it's just easy comfort food if you like comfort food and if you don't have any allergies we should say both of us are coming from homes with zero allergies so we don't have any like 
gluten, dairy, mm-hmm. anything like that. I mean, I should Against not All have Green as much. is a really good cookbook yes. if you do have restrictions. Yeah, My it is. My sister, she, uh, she just eats healthier, but she yeah. uses that cookbook a lot. Yeah. And when she lived with us, she'd make things from it, and they were always delicious. Even yeah. desserts, which I feel like. Oh, that's yeah. a big accomplishment. It really is. Yeah. It really is. But I just appreciated, like, I appreciated her. I still find myself calling back to yeah, random awesome. recipes of hers. Are there I'm many like, cookbooks? So She's got at least three. Sweet. So, yeah. So fun. But, yeah, what about you? What are your favorite cookbooks? I mean, I love the Magnolia one. Oh, of I just course. feel like, I think I've only had one thing in there that I didn't like. Yeah. And I've tried a lot of the recipes Same. from that our asparagus, Magnolia group. The asparagus, uh, uh, yeah, what Fontina was something. Yeah. Fontina asparagus uh, breakfast casserole. Is the one that I cannot do. Yeah, Again, because of asparagus. asparagus. I can't do it. But I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I you, like had, you had a second helping when we had it with our friends. Oh, I'm glad you were watching me. <laughs> well, because I thought to myself, I would literally never do yeah. that. But I respect Good to that know. she will. I'll be careful what I eat around you, Laura. <laughs> and then, okay, so Magnolia... Ina Garten cookbooks. Oh, yeah. So good. I have like eight. Yeah, you do have a lot. Yeah, a lot because I got gifted a lot for my wedding. But I love them. And there's a couple in there that are really good. Like one of her cookbooks is called Foolproof. (laughs) I'm not trying to quote it, but Foolproof Recipes Uh that are just really easy to make. And then when I got married, my mother-in-law gave me the Wilkerson Family Cookbook. And my mom put together a cookbook of like friends and family recipes. So both of those have been huge resources. Like I use those more than any other cookbook yeah so yeah that that was a huge gift yeah there is just something about like recipes passed down from family and friends like my grandma has a I mean an amazing chocolate chip cook recipe chocolate chip cookie recipe yeah I cannot make it I literally I I just botch it every single time weird but she makes it so well my mom makes it so well I've discovered a different chocolate chip cookie recipe because I cannot do that I'm not kidding every single time I just cannot do it I'm not a baker I just like to cook yeah but there's like it's like a there's something so comforting when you have things that are familiar I feel like banana bread's a big one for people I feel like there's always some some grandma who has a banana bread recipe they're passing on but it is just so wonderful that's great Okay, if you could have, like, an ideal meal routine, what would that look like for you and your family? Yeah, I would say I really like the idea of, like, cooking about three times a week. Mm -hmm. Kind of – Grant has told me recently that what he really loves is, like, when we have a different meal two nights in a row. So, say we have, like, a pasta dish and then, like, like I have this quinoa enchilada bake that my friend Erin gave me. So, if I did, like, that on Monday, the quinoa enchilada bake on Tuesday, then Wednesday we can have leftovers of either option. Okay. So, maybe I cook another meal on, like, Thursday and then we have, like, another option come – then we have another option for leftovers come Friday. Mm-hmm. So then we're like eating everything up That's in the week. Good. And then I really, I don't like to cook that much on the weekends. If I could just have like pizza on the weekends yeah. or leftovers or just like an easy out to eat meal. But I really don't like to cook on the weekends. What about you? What's your ideal? Um, This is unconventional. Mm-hmm. And I know it'll never happen. <laughs> but my ideal would be to have like a meal sharing program. <laughs> Like with your friends. With my friends. That's actually genius. I know. Like, what if we did that? Yeah. One person cooked uh-huh. one night a week for all the families. Oh. You oh, just that's a lot it. of food. I know, Laura, but go with it, okay? <laughs> Gosh. Um, you leave it in a baggie on the front step. Okay. The person comes and picks it up. Uh-huh. Ready. Wow. You, you do this with five families. Oh my gosh. So did you come di- up with this on your own? This is really smart, actually. <laughs> this is really smart. I know. So if anyone's interested. Oh my gosh. It's like a it's like a meal co-op. Exactly. Oh my so gosh. So then imagine you'd only have to cook one 
giant meal a week once a week so you pick the day that works for you yeah and you just cook a yeah. massive meal and you know you'd have leftovers from that you know yeah. you'd get different like types of foods because yeah. other people are kind of brainstorming it you are gonna get so many people reaching out to you i feel like fingers crossed fingers crossed. you're like please yeah, please. please god please send someone <laughs> cook me meals and everyone. i swear i can make good food if i was only doing it once a week man yeah you guys would be you'd be lucky to eat my food <laughs> You know what I mean? You would be like, this woman should write a book. She should. She really should. I like that. That actually is is genius. Maybe we should test it out. Okay. If anyone's interested in the Honestly Podcast meal (laughs) co-op, let us know. Great. (laughs) Can't wait. We'll report back. Hey friends, it's time for Let's Be Honest, the segment of our show where we take a break from our episode topic to talk life hacks or things that are kind of the worst and how to make them better. Enjoy. Let's be honest. Let's. It's hard to get outside. (laughs) Even though the weather is so beautiful and My let's be honest always relate to like only me. I hope there's others of you out there that are like, yes, Ellie, thank you. Yeah, super indoorsy, um, love it. Yeah, love it. But for me, with two little kids and a husband who's super active, yeah. finding an activity that we can all do together is sometimes hard. Yeah. But this past summer, we have been, and fall, now that we're into fall, we have been on like a bike riding kick. Ooh. Mark got me a bike on my birthday, uh-huh. which is so fun. And then we have a bike carrier for our kids. But we have been going on bike rides like multiple times a week every wow. week. Mark takes the kids to school Gosh. in the bike carrier. Yeah. Um, we go bike to get ice cream with my sister's. That's great. Yeah, and we just have loved it. It's been, like, such a good way for me to get out and get moving. (laughs) That's good. For us to be together. We can still talk and have fun. And the kids just, like, mellow. Yeah. It's so nice and relaxing and fun. So, yeah, yeah, if you have a bike, Uh get out there because you know the weather's... I mean, it's it's going to turn. It's a change. It's going to turn. Yeah. You know, I in theory, I really like that. Have I shared about how I'm terrified of bicycles? You have. I'm, I'm you know what? And let me tell them. you something. My uh-huh. sister Izzy. Yeah. Shout out to Izzy. Uh-huh. Um, she's 22 years old, uh-huh. and just this summer, she knew ish how to ride a bike. Stop it. But like, really started riding a bike. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you know, she went on like a 30 minute bike ride with us yesterday, wow. and she just killed it. So there's hope for you, Laura. Okay, I we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Do it. it there's just something. What's the fear? What do you think's gonna happen? Uh, I'm gonna fall down and like bust my head open. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, I don't think you're going to be going that fast, to I, be you never honest. Know. I mean, you. when I was in college, I was like an RA in college, and we did a 60-mile bike ride as part of our, as part of like our, uh, like bonding, training, yeah. whatever, and I crushed it, and I loved it, and it's like, as I've gotten older, I'm like, something terrible is going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to fall over. I can't, I can hardly watch my kid ride a bike, because I just look at him, and I think... Some, Here's your inner six. I know. My six is coming out so strong right now. You but. need to push it to the side and say, no, thank you. I will ride this bike. No, thank you, fear. <laughs> yeah. Not today, fear. Not today. <laughs> all right, y'all. Time to get practical. All Let's right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we are going to talk all about the different mealtime madness hacks for each meal. Yeah. So... Let's start with uh, breakfast. Great. What's your hack? We are, like, when we're in a rhythm with stuff. Okay, <laughs> right, 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 right. But we have, like, set mornings for things. Okay. So on Tuesday mornings, Mark is a pastor, and he 
uses Tuesdays as his writing day. Ah, uh, yes. So Tuesday mornings we always have cinnamon rolls Ooh. because it's really fast. It's yep. really easy, barely any cleanup. Uh-huh. Um, and I can just throw it in like right when I wake up. So Tuesday mornings we always have cinnamon rolls. Uh-huh. And then on Friday mornings, which I guess this year it'll be Saturday mornings because Hads will be at school. Mm-hmm. But on Saturday mornings, Mark always makes like a fun breakfast that's bigger. Oh, nice. So his family makes Lucan's, which are like Swedish oh. pancakes. Okay. Or there's a German apple pancake. Just ah. kind of ethnic foods. <laughs> Swedish, German. Very uh, European ethnic foods. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, makes pancakes. So always on that morning, it's nice. like mom gets to sleep in. Ah. Because I've been cooking all week. You know uh, what I mean? It is an exhausting <laughs> job. And I need my yeah. rest in the morning. That one meal I made, that is like our biggest hack is just having expectations and like rhythms for it yeah which I think helps a lot yeah I think that's awesome I think that's awesome uh my tip would be to make a breakfast casserole Mm. all right so make it the night before like put it together the night before you are the breakfast casserole queen I love breakfast casseroles you have a lot of good ones I do I do have a variety some that came from Pinterest some that came from friends some that I kind of just made up like I'm a big fan of putting them in uh like muffin tins and so that is so smart. Yeah, because then you can like you could freeze them, you could pull them out only like when you need them. It's like a small little portion. Mm-hmm. It's like the right size portion. You know, if you're on the go and you're yeah. like running out, so that later in the weekend or something you can grab one. So, I, but I'm a big fan of making them the night before and just sticking them in your fridge because it doesn't. You don't have to like cook them the night before. Mm-hmm. You just put them together the night before, stick them in your fridge, and then heat up the oven, bake them the next day. Love that. So. You always have to make time for them because they always take a little longer than you would think. Yeah, because they're you always, always like have 40. to cook the different pieces too yes that's true that's the night before but again I, guess, I like but... that process I love the process of creating a meal like that so yeah that's my big suggestion also like making I think anything you make ahead of time for breakfast is mm-hmm. great obviously I love cereal so I'll always like pour I just love to yeah. have cereal in the morning have you eggs, guys but... had you've had the biscuits yes right? from JoJo's, magnolia JoJo's those are biscuits. good They're and so I good. made the um the gravy yes so easy really and it lasted for like three days oh, like that's we had awesome. it like three days in a row that's awesome and that's impressive for you because this girl hates leftovers like More you get kind of stressed out anything. by leftovers yeah but, so if something lasts yeah <laughs> gotta get those airtight problem. containers girl airtight containers <laughs> this is really airing all of my really odd <laughs> not a bad thing not a bad thing all right talk to me about lunch um, the worst uber, meal of the day oh my gosh uber eats is the way to go for <laughs> lunch <a> hack. <laughs> right after i was talking yeah. last last series about how i want to um move on yeah, from going? going out to going out to lunch it's i'm getting better okay. the fact that my husband's gone and i'm not going out to eat a bunch feels like an feels like an accomplishment yeah so that is impressive that's yeah. usually my worst time oh yeah i'm like sure. he's gone i mean i'm not gonna say i I'm, should go again i'm only times. a few days in yeah. i'm only a few days in guys <laughs> <laughs> we'll see check back in on saturday that's great um no but i i mean uber eats let me tell you what there is this bomb mexican restaurant that is mm. i mean two minutes from me i could drive there and get my food faster but i love ordering it on uber eats and they it's like authentic mexican food mm. and let me tell you what los camales Highly recommend West Chicago, Illinois. All y'all who live outside yeah. of here, come Uber on eats over. It. <laughs> Uber yeah. eats it. The delivery right. charge should be very manageable yeah. for totally you. Totally worth it for that one dollar. Oh taco. my gosh, I literally have no good lunch hacks. So you tell me, what are yours? My only hack is that I buy, like, I buy the same thing for my kids to eat pretty much every day for lunch. Oh, so like, nice. I buy lunch meat and cheese and yeah. bread. Yeah. It'll last for five days. I buy five yogurt things for each kid and I buy like three peppers and one thing of strawberries smart so like I have a couple sets of food like that and usually we just eat the same thing for five days for lunch oh for sure so that's like my best hack my hack 
for myself uh-huh. is I love, 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 love the um, chicken apple <gasps> sausages. sausages from Trader Joe's. Yes. You you like to make those with eggs, right? I do. I make that for lunch most days. Like so the little good. sausages and the eggs. A lot and of protein. <laughs> yeah, I love a good dose of protein. Kinda also, like, Whole30 friendly. Yeah. And so. <laughs> There's technically sugar in the sausages. Hate to break it we to won't tell all anybody. you people. The other, that other brand, though, does not is Whole30 friendly. I you can't know think what, what though? It is. What I like about the Trader Joe's ones is there's not a skin on the outside of the oh, sausage. I don't want to be. You had to use that word. I did, yeah. That's what that's it is. What what it is, it is but I so don't want to sugarcoat it. It <laughs> totally grosses me out, though. And yeah. those ones I just think are so yeah. So, yeah, try them out. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's some good good things. Yeah. What about snacks? Um, Your kids are, I call your kids snack monsters. They snack like <laughs> no one I've ever met before. I mean it as a term of endearment, but it's like every, yeah. they'll walk in my in my yeah. door and can they'll I be like, snack? can I have a bar? Can I yeah. have a snack? And I'm that like, means... you, little, you little snack I monsters. Know. They're crazed. <laughs> oh Our gosh. new one that we've been doing is cutting up a banana, putting peanut butter on it, and putting a butterscotch chocolate chip, not chocolate, but butterscotch oh, yeah. chip on the top. Wow. Because we're out of chocolate chips, so that's why we made the switch. <laughs> that's a very, like, uh, takes time and, like... It does. That's pretty sweet, though. I am sweet. That feels like um, a classic, like, after-school snack. I know. You know what I mean? Like, it's my mom who yeah. showed me that, and we'll feed that to my kids. But yeah. they love it now, yeah. and it takes a while to eat, mm. and it fills them up. That's so true. I feel like that's a double whammy. Absolutely. So Absolutely. That's a good one. We heard one from a listener about how they use coffee filters for snack cups for their kids so oh. they don't have to add more dishes. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? So smart. So smart. I know. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's, I mean, hey, good use of some uh, coffee filters. I know. And then they have to like, it's it's like a whole process. They got to hold it still. Yeah. Make some sit, sit still. I know. And like eat it. And then it's like, when it's out, it's out. You just got to throw it away. It's hilarious. That's the thing. It's like, it feels like kids just, all they want are snacks. The all they want. It's just a constant all battle. All I want is snacks. I mean, that's true. I, yeah. I. My that's friend, why my kids are snackers, because of me, probably. Oh, I do understand that. I could just eat snacks all day. My favorite recently has been the Boom Chicka Pop sweet mm. and salty. Uh, it's like the sweet and salty kettle corn. Mm-hmm. I don't like kettle corn, but for some reason, like I love the that. It is so <laughs> stinking good. Love that. Highly recommend. My friend Liz is like, she is the quintessential snacker. Mm. She is like known at her work. She works at a church, and she's like known as the snack queen <laughs> at her work because she literally oh, in her is. like at her desk, she has a whole drawer full of snacks. Oh my gosh! And she's always the person. I love I love having her in my life for so many reasons. But one of the reasons is that she always has the most amazing suggestions for snacks. That's awesome. She always be like, I picked this up at Target the other day, and she has some like she has some food sensitivities. Uh-huh. But they're always things you're like, that's gluten free, but I would never know because yeah. it's so delicious. That's that's a skill. It is a skill. Things. And she's willing to try anything. Yeah. And she's just as like, I just, I'm always impressed by it. And so always good suggestions. So love it. Snack queen it up. That's great. Um, also great snack hack is, uh, did I say that right? Snack hack? Yeah. Okay. It's very catchy. It is catchy. Yeah. Snack hack. Snack hack. Um, scones from Starbucks. Oh, baby scones. Yeah. Little baby sconies. Yeah. The petite vanilla scones. I love Tucker and I, my son, will get like a three pack. Mm-hmm. I get one. He gets two. That's nice. He'll you. always ask for three. Yeah. Always go, today I get three. And I go, no, you don't. <laughs> I get no. one. <laughs> My nice kids try. call those scony bites. <laughs> scony bites. Just one little bite of scone. Yeah, I know. They are so good, though. <laughs> they are so delicious. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk dinner. Dinner. dinner well, get your pens out. All right. Um, My first suggestion is to make friends with Laura Armstrong. <laughs> That's my first one. She'll feed you. you. I will, actually. I will feed you. I will. And then my second one is just to, like, sell your house, move in with your parents, 
Take three months off of cooking dinner. (laughs) Ellie is full of great ideas. Very practical. Very practical. Yeah. So, like, just start there. And I feel like if you do that, you're going to be in a good spot. (laughs) And you're going to be glad you listened to me. It feels like that's something everyone can do. Thank you so much for that. You're so welcome. Another option that I was just thinking of. I don't know. Just something maybe that more people could do. I don't know. Maybe not. Is picking a category for each night. That's a good one. You know, My mother-in-law did that growing up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like having like pasta Mondays or something. Exactly, yeah. This is what Mark is always telling me to do and I've yet to pull it off. You like, then you have like 10 recipes under that category and then you're rotating them but that's that's it i mean that's 70 different recipes right there if you can brainstorm so that's a good yeah it is a good idea helpful one i always in theory want to do it and i find myself generally doing it but it's again getting locked into like a i feel like i'm trapped by the routine so i again i like what he's saying though yeah. Of just, like, having a bunch of different options. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, that speaks to my heart of just, like, I need some variety. Totally. That's how Mark is. Some variety in my life. I so could I like eat that. the same. I mean, I do. Yeah, when the I, same thing. I, in college, there was a three-week stretch where I only ate cheeseburgers and chai tea lattes. Restaurant. <laughs> Gross. I know. What a weird combination. <laughs> That's so good. I mean, fair My enough. mom told me, I mean, a mom, I'm saying this with love, and my mom has never once made me feel bad about my body, <laughs> but she told me I should write a blog called Cheeseburgers, Chais, and the Fat on My Thighs. <laughs> Which is so good. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is a brilliant idea. (laughs) Think of all that I could eat. (laughs) That could have been an alternative name for our podcast, too. I know. It really could have been. I do love cheeseburgers. You love chives. I know. Let's talk about the fat on our thighs. Let's. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, those are all truly fantastic ideas. But as is our custom in this series, now we're going to get to hear from some listeners. Yes. All right. So you guys enjoy some stories from our listeners. I recently started storing all of our leftovers in the refrigerator in individual serving size containers so that when we go to grab them for lunch or whatever, they're already portioned out. That's been a game changer for us eating leftovers. We actually eat our leftovers now most of the time. Do a little meal prep in the morning or the night before. Any part of the meal you can do ahead saves time when everyone is hungry, tired, and cranky at 5.30 or 6.00 and this includes the cook. Because you already know what's for dinner the next night, you can prep ahead. Brown the ground turkey or beef for Monday's chili while you're making dinner on Sunday. Slice your chicken breasts into cutlets the day before you want to make chicken parmesan. Chop the lettuce and tomatoes for tacos and put in little containers in the morning. Put the steak in a Ziploc with a bottled marinade for the morning. It tastes better and will be more tender when you're ready to grill at six. You and your kids are fresher in the morning, so a bit of prep while the kids are finishing their breakfast or watching a Daniel Tiger goes a long way. Step two, buy time savers. Pre-sliced chicken cutlets or tenders, already grated cheese, packaged cornbread mix, spaghetti sauce in a jar. My favorite go-to is rotisserie chicken. Every grocery store sells them, usually under $5, and you can often get two meals out of one chicken. If you can bear it, as soon as you bring it home, remove all the bones and skin, which is much easier to do when it's warm. Then you'll have cooked boneless chicken to add to a soup, salad, quesadilla, or just to eat as a main course. Okay, something I've done recently is label my fridge, and it has actually been a total game changer. 
um, not only for me and just overall organization and being less chaotic in there, but also for my husband. I mean, I feel like you end up just putting things back in slightly different places and then you're asking each other like, where are the pickles? I can't find them anywhere back here. Like, where'd you put the leftovers again? And gone are those days. I mean, everything is in its place next to its label. And if you ask me where anything is, I will refer to the label system, which is awesome. Um, It's also been great for veggies. So now we have two vegetable sections. One is in the produce drawer for like super fresh produce that comes in. Um, And then I have the shelf labeled veggies to use ASAP, which is for ones that are kind of on their last legs, like should probably use them in the next day or two. And it just helps me like eliminate food waste and just be more efficient with the um, groceries that are coming in and just know like what I should be cooking that night or the next. So hope it helps you too. A really yummy go-to snack is chia pudding. Um, So I just put about three spoonfuls of chia seeds into a container and put in about half a cup of almond milk, um, just enough milk for the chia seeds to soak it up and that is what gives it the pudding like texture Um, either that same night or the next day then I'll put berries or peaches or banana um, in there and a little bit of cinnamon and some shredded coconut flakes and if I'm feeling really spicy maybe a little bit of honey but um, it can it can get pretty sweet quickly so it really doesn't need a whole lot but it's quick and easy One thing that has really helped me enjoy cooking more is to prep food for dinner while my kids are napping or having afternoon quiet time. I like to take this time for myself to turn on a podcast or listen to music and begin chopping veggies or do anything else that can be done early. I find that when I take the time to prep a meal ahead of time, the actual cooking goes so much smoother and I can be more attentive to my kids during that dreadful 4 to 5 p.m. hour. And there is less cleanup, which is also a plus. One of my favorite recipes that I kind of made up a few years ago was chicken curry tacos. (laughs) So I throw chicken and cut up potatoes, onions, and carrots, um, and then uh, coconut curry into a crock pot. And when that is done, I just kind of shred up the chicken and then put that along with hummus and sometimes even spinach on um, tortillas. And uh, it's kind of weird, but it's filling and really flavorful. So that is a fun go-to. My kids' favorite thing to do at mealtime is to play restaurant. They set up the whole thing in our house with a hostess stand, Uh, aprons for the waitresses, they make menus, they get everything ready to go, and then they run the whole thing. They let us choose from the menu what we want to eat, they make it, they serve it, and ideally clean it up. We always are working on that one, but they absolutely love to be involved, to choose the food, and to prepare it for everyone. And it gets them involved, and they tend to eat a little bit better when we do this. Oh my gosh, always great advice yeah, from our friends. Yeah, so fun. I really loved, uh, my friend Amanda was the one who talked about how she does the, like, she puts leftovers in, um, yeah. like, serving size that containers. That is smart. That is so smart. Because mm-hmm. there is something that feels, like, when you try to cut, like, a lasagna after it's yeah. been, like, cooked and then you, like, put it on a plate to reheat it, there's something about that. 
less appealing. Your face is, is everything. It's saying everything. Yeah. Where it's so unappealing and you're just like, this really is, is far more difficult than it needs to be. I agree. You know what I mean? So totally. thank you, Amanda, yes, for that great that. piece of advice. I know two people that we know and love, my uh-huh. mother and our good friend Anna, both said like grilling or roasting all your vegetables and meat like all in one Yes. Fell swoop. Um, (laughs) Is that the right term? Um, For a meal. So just like doing chicken, broccoli, sweet potatoes, onions, and that be the whole dinner. Yeah. My my mom does that a lot, and it's really, really good. And what's so nice about that is like literally all you need for that is like olive oil, salt, and pepper. I totally agree. Do chicken, maybe marinate it. Yeah. You don't even have to. You don't necessarily have to. Yeah. It definitely would help. But um, yeah, I feel like that's a really good, simple hack. Yeah. There was one that one of our dude listener here, so awesome. our dude listener, Matt, he had this great idea that I I only recently learned how to make grilled cheese. I'm not going to lie. Like, really? I mean, within the last year, I didn't know how to properly make grilled cheese. Hilarious. My brother and my sister-in-law were over, and I was literally Googling, how do you make grilled cheese? Oh and he came over and was like, are you Googling how to make grilled cheese? <laughs> I was like, I didn't know. Maybe. But Matt had the idea. On the outside of grilled cheese, you're supposed to use, like, butter, mm-hmm. and then you put it on the on the pan anyway but he had the idea of using um using mayo on the outside Mark and i have tried that yeah it's really good is it i feel weird affirming it but it's yeah. really really good yeah so mayonnaise on the outside and then matt says he puts butter i think on the inside too, okay which so it's like multiple which yeah. it sounds delicious to be honest yeah. the mayo weirdly helps i don't yeah. know why but it it like crisps it up really nice yeah totally agree with you interesting matt. i mean Mayo has olive oil in it, so yeah. kind of makes sense. I guess it does. It does. Never thought about Real that. mayo. Real so mayo good. does. Um, but yeah, just so much great advice from our listeners. Yeah. So love that. Love the idea of being a little bit smarter. Yeah. In the way that we a handle the <laughs> way that we handle our meals. So, so thanks good. guys yeah. for contributing all that. Yeah. And you guys, we're so thankful that you listen to this every week mm-hmm. um, and share about it with your friends. It's just such a joy for us to do it. So we're always grateful that you participate. If you're looking for show notes. We're including so much advice on there so from much. these things so you don't have to like write it down as you listen. Mm-hmm. So if you want the show notes, you can either look in your podcast app just under details or you can go to honestlypod.com. We're putting so much on our Instagram. We took fun pictures for this series. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see those, check us out on Instagram at the honestly pod. We'll also keep you up to date on the series that's coming next. If you guys have any thoughts or suggestions, we love to hear those. And you can email us at hello at honestlypod.com. We've already received a couple emails that have been really helpful for us and given us good ideas for our upcoming series, which will be fun. As always, we just love, love, love if you can subscribe or write a review. That's just so helpful and encouraging for us and just makes a world of difference. If you can, share this podcast with all your foodie friends. (laughs) Foodie, I get it. I get it. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.